You're catching up with Beck and Soda right now. But imagine laying poolside in the Hospital Research Foundation Home Lottery's $3.5 million Henley Beach Grand Prize. Ticks at homelottery.com.au. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. What did you get up to yesterday? Uh, that's an interesting question because I hadn't even considered that. Good morning, Beck. Good morning, Adelaide. Um, I don't can't even remember what I got up to yesterday. Why? You obviously want to tell me something about yourself. <laughs> no, I just no. I'm selecting some taps, and I just want to get your advice on whether I Hang should on. go gold or can, can a we brush just stop nipple. for a moment? Brush nipple. I just said brush nipple instead of brush nickel. Sure. <laughs> what sort of tap is that? Can I just establish oh something my God. here? G'day, Soda. What'd you get up to? I don't know. Well, what I did was you asked me a question purely so you could tell me what... Uh. You're exactly like my mum. My mum, Betty, does that. And she goes, how are you going? I go, well, anyway, what I've been doing is I went down to the airport yesterday and I was able to see this. Don't compare me to your mum. That's not good. Hey, mate, if it walks like a duck (laughs) and it quacks like a duck... Got a I fair haven't idea even what it met is. Betty yet. Uh, you spoke to her on the phone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you buy? A Bosch nipple or something? <laughs> no, I said brush. I was deciding between brush nickel and then matte black. A lot of taps are in okay. matte black these days, but I think it's a bit fashion forward for me. I think I need to go classic. Do you want to come tap shopping with me? I can tell you right now, I have no interest in doing anything like that. Oh. Why on earth? <laughs> Just, this is how you've started the show. It's 6.02. People are waking up. They've got busy lives. And you've started with, what did you do yesterday? Because I went tap shopping. I don't give a rat's ass. You should be interested in me. It's been a busy sorry. day for you. Busy, busy. <laughs> busy what about your three children? Do they need something? <laughs> what about your husband? What about... Yeah, they need new taps. Your work. Did you have something you could have planned for today? Oh, yeah, I went and looked at some taps so I can talk about that at 6.03am. We're going to lose every listener we've got if we talk about brass nipples. Taps are very... People are interested in taps. All right, hard then. to choose Prove taps. it. 13, 10, 60. Okay, what sort of tap? Okay, what sort of tap? Let's talk tap. What right. tap I should get? If, if, you are, if we get one call, yeah. seriously, yeah. I'll run nude around this Women studio. Women in particular have a lot of input if in anyone choosing a tap finish. At 6.03am okay. on this Thursday on, morning ladies. has an interest or, or in a tap, right. give us a call, 13, 10, 60. Did you go tap shopping yesterday? Oh, no, that would be very, very There is going to be crickets. Okay, can we play some music? So get far, on the show. no calls. Good. Busy day for Morse oh, yesterday. I, uh, after you just third person yourself yeah, and call yourself Morse? <laughs> I did. It's getting uh, worse. Um, we are getting some new taps for the ensuite. Can't believe we're talking about this. Uh, yeah, and you said no one was interested in my tap journey, my selection journey, because I was deciding Correct. whether to go modern matte black or a brushed gold or maybe a nickel. And people care. Annie in Goodwood, are you interested in tap chat this morning? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I am interested in taps. Um, I've never, ever called into a radio station ever before, but this is such an important topic oh that God, I Annie. just had to contribute. Okay, okay Annie, can tell <laughs> us, is, where do you sit on taps? Important. Um, well, I would definitely be going classic. Yeah. It's not like, you know, you can change them like a pair of shoes, okay? Mm. These are mm. things that are going to stick around for, you know, at least 10 years. So mm. it's an important decision. It takes mm. a lot of thought. Okay. <laughs> Annie, you, thank you so much for ringing <laughs> thank in, you, honestly. Annie, I love you. I didn't think anyone would ring, but Annie, oh my God, there's someone else. In fact, not only did you say, you said if, if anyone rang, you would run naked through the studio. I did not say that, Danny, did I? Danny in Paraka. Welcome it's to Paraka, ta- not Puraka. Oh, welcome. These are my people, okay? Stay out of it. Welcome to <laughs> Tap Chat, Danny. How can I help you? <laughs> Sammy, 
Sutton or Matt Black. Uh, definitely, definitely the uh, in style at the moment, and uh, definitely with the flat edge handles on the taps. Right, mm. that sounds very modern. Um, can I just ask, Danny? Are you actually into your taps? You sound like you know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm in the uh, in the hunt for a new home, and uh, this seems to be the uh, modern craze at the moment: black. Mm. black, black, dark, dark black with no shine. Right. Very flat, a very flat colour oh. and a very flat, flat fitting. Mm. It's a good point, Danny. A lot of cars are now going yeah, for the matte sure. black. A Excellent. lot of bikes now, high-end yeah. push bikes are now for the matte black. Tap chat. Okay. Tap chat. <laughs> Look, uh, honestly, I can't tell you how many oh, people are interested calls. in it. Crystal in Gawler East, <laughs> welcome to my tap yeah. chat. What's your contribution? Tap chat. <laughs> Hi, guys. Oh, um, hi, Crystal. So, basically, I would... I personally would go the matte black, yeah, but yeah, of course. seeing that you said that you're not really a black person mm. in the way of taps, mm. yeah. probably go with the classic gold, but it really depends mm. on what colour your tiles are. I agree. Yeah. I think, I think I'm going a terrazzo on the floor, oh, yeah, Crystal. I agree too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, a terrazzo. Um, We're going to have a tile chat yeah, now. Yeah, let's mm. do tile chat tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. This is great. Um, oh. uh, what about this one? Uh, this is actually you. Theo has uh, texted in... Um, Beck should go for Chrome so she can see herself. <laughs> yeah, Spot oh on, God, Theo. Theo. That's... Theo, I never thought of that. Theo knows you as well as you know you. My Lord. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, oh, there's more calls. This is a full board of callers about taps. This is insane. This is great. I'm so happy right now. Uh, uh, Josie and Gamaraka, uh, welcome to Tap Chash. Thanks for vindicating me. Josie, are you okay. into your taps as well? Yeah, I just think I think the classic uh, nickel, brush nickel, because I think it'll last longer, right. more classic. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what, Soda? I think it's hilarious that you're going to run around. That's the only reason mean? why I... Well, you said you're going to run around nude. I think that's hilarious. Is that why you picked up the phone, Josie? I think that's going to be hilarious, making stick to it. What do you mean? <laughs> you said you if said, anyone oh, called to on. say they were interested in my tap journey, yep. you would get naked. You and heard run. that, Josie, didn't I, you? That's legit. Yes, he I said did. that. Yeah. I did. Josie, that's hilarious. I'm not sure yes. that your fi- your um, radio is picking things up clearly. No. It sounds as though there might be some <laughs> static causing some issues with you. You said that. You said well, that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, um, Josie mm-hmm. wants to see the fireman's rig. Mm. I've, on it, our it, that is a long time ago. Nobody needs to turn the turn be, the bloody I siren bet's a off. Bet. Nobody we are, turn the siren we are off. New in our working relationship. Get it out. Soda. Get what? it out. Trust. Trust is at the centre yeah. of our working relationship. Yeah. Get it out! Oh, he's gone! He's gone! He's going! He's going! SAFM's Beck and Soda. Everybody buys hot cross buns for Easter, so why not make your buns go towards an important cause, and that's Kickstart for Kids and their need to get a new refrigerated van to feed kids breakfast. And they need it. Ian Steele is a superstar. He's a beautiful, beautiful South Australian that runs the charity. We want to help them out, so we've got our hot cross buns. They are for sale in the Romeo's Foodlands, and thank you to Belfers. We've got the fruit ones, Beck, and the fruitless. You're a fruitless, aren't you? Yeah, you know me. I hate joy. How can you? <laughs> how can you not have sultanas in your? I like buns? things yeah. plain. Right. What we need to do is move as many packets as possible. So please get on board because you are helping kickstart for kids and feeding these hungry little guys that are struggling every day. We need a slogan now. Yeah. But yesterday you actually came up with this I came really up with a jingle. great jingle. 
Fun, 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 fun. Fun, 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 fun. That's the way you've got to go. So put your buns in the trolley when I say so. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, fade that down. I'm put your buns in the trolley, the trolley when, when I, I say, say so. I like it. I mean, it doesn't rhyme, but. No, that's okay. Um, what we need is a slogan, right? We got some crackers yesterday. Uh, what about Rosie from Tramie coming up with this little idea? 107 buns instead of 107 one. Like it's not bad. It. 107 buns. So what we need you to do is think about being creative. Something, a little catch cry that can get them. Uh, who else did we uh, have? Juanita from Gawler East. Hot cross tums fill up with Beck and Soda's buns. I That's like not it. bad, right? What about Maddie from Westlakes? Beck's bun, don't stop at one. Beck's buns won't give you the run. <laughs> There's a catch cry. There's a real the, focus on my buns, can Beck's I just say. Beck's buns mm. won't give you the runs. There's sodas um, buns as well. Let's this, think about sodas buns for a oh while. Oh, no, it can be just our buns in general. Um, th- this was one of my favourites from yesterday. This came from Ashley from Huntfield Heights. Beck's buns, Beck's buns. Give them a little bite. <laughs> <laughs> Beck's Why buns. Why does that make me feel violated? Give them a little bite. <laughs> That is fantastic. <laughs> and with some of the other things we're talking about, you could have a bun-believable Easter. Mm. I liked. Our buns are fun, hun. That was right. mine. Um, or you could steal a Nike slogan, just bun it. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. KFC, finger-licking buns. Yeah, there's something about that one. That... Bit disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Right, 131060, we need your help. And you know what we'll do? We're, we'll pick this today. If we can get the best slogan Our possible. Our official slogan for the campaign. Official slogan okay. for this campaign to right. sell Beck and Soda's buns. We'll give you... Uh, Let's give you a $250 voucher to fill up your trolley mm-hmm. at Romeo's Foodlands. All right. Romeo's, right. family-owned, community-minded. Here's a couple more. Pete, Beck and Soda's buns of fun just help the kids mm. just buy one. There you go. Okay. okay. Yeah, All right. right. Well, it's our last brainstorm session. Let's do it right now. 13, 10, 60. <laughs> What's the slogan? What? By the end of the show, we'll come up with the slogan. L- Louise has sent this in. Beck and Soda's moist buns. Right. Oh, what about Sarah? Get a load of Beck and Soda's buns. Okay. That's, that's good. Bad. That's not bad. These are okay. okay. Uh, 131060. Yeah, Get creative. It. If you can uh, pick the one, sure. we will turn you into our advertising superstar right. and we'll fill your trolley up at Romeo's Foodland. Yes. We need your help right now, Adelaide and South Australia. We need you to be our marketing geniuses. We need a catch cry. We need a slogan because these are going to be all printed up. Everything that we need that is going to be out tomorrow into the stores, right? So we have got. Everyone on standby going, give us the slogan so we can put all the point of sale stuff out at the Romeo's Foodlands. Um, Melissa has sent us one in here. Uh, give poverty a kick in the buns. I like that. Good, good. Good slogan. Tisha, Beck and Soda's buns for funds. I yeah, also that's good. like. Um, what about this one? Kickstart your day with Beck's So Delicious. Buns. Soda. 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 That's yeah. good. Yeah. I like that. So delicious that, is a good one. That one was mm. crystal. Um, what about Terry? Our buns feed hungry tums. Mm. Also good. Ange from Manningham, 131060. Give us a call. What's your slogan we can use? What do you got, Ange? I've got more than just sodas buns. Oh, is it oh. the, the morse is in morse. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like yes. it. Yes. Very good, Clever. Ange. Well Clever. done. Brooke in Broadview, what do you got for us? Okay, I've got buy a bun to help a tum. That is good because like we're like feeding, that. we're filling up hungry tums. That's Brooke, catchy. Very nice. And you know what? It's simple because it says what we're actually doing. Like it. Mm. Here's some great examples from people. Vicky has sent in, get your buns with benefits. I oh, like I that. like that. Great benefits for the kids. Uh, Leslie from Prospect, don't look glum. Have some buns. Help fill up those little tums. Good. good. That's like a nice very little limerick. Good. It's great. Okay, Will in the Barossa, what do you got for us? A kick back and soda's buns. 
good because kick, kick, kick from start. kick start. Yeah, yes. well, I like that, Simple, mate. Simple, effective. Good thinking. Um, let's while we're heading out north, let's go to Gawler. Good morning, Jane. How are you doing? Good morning, yourself. How are you? All right. What do you got for your slogan, Jane? All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Get your hands on Beck and Soda's buns. Get your hands on Beck and Soda's buns. Beck is Beck smiling because she's been asking for that invitation to people for a long time. It's a bit cheeky. I don't mind it. It is a bit cheeky. That was the joke, mate. You explained to Beck. You explained my joke. I get it. Jane, I like that. Okay, Very good. I'm going to write that one down. Get your hands on Beck and Soda's buns. Nicole? Nicole in Flaggy, what do you got for us? Morning, I've got kickstart your buns. Good. Also, yep. I like That's good. You That's good reminding people yep. where the money goes like by the putting kickstarting kick there. Right, what we're going to do is the best slogan that we will choose by the end of the show, keep them coming, 131060, or text them in, 04888-52107, mm-hmm. 04888-52107. We'll give you a $250 voucher to go and fill your trolley at Romeo's Foodlands. Right, we've got another one? Yes, Ebony in North Haven. What's your slogan? Good morning, guys. How are you? Great. That's good. So I've got a bit of a Sir Mix-a-Lot reference. So yep. if you don't got these buns, then I don't want none, hun. Nice. Yeah, I liked your delivery yeah. too, Ebony. It was yeah. sassy. Yeah. Very <laughs> good. good, Ebony. I love these. Uh, great ideas. Please keep them coming. Yes. 131060, all show. If you've got a slogan for us to help us move our buns... We will pick the winner. And we'll, right. So we'll finalise yeah. the slogan today by the end of the we show. We have to. We have to. Because okay. the printers are ready right. to print all of okay. the stuff that we need that will be in the shops right. tomorrow. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my gosh. Look at these trending topics. <laughs> we got a new dog recently. We weren't very creative with his name. We basically, he looks like a big white wolf and we mm. called him Wolfie. That's good. Um, dog names can be tricky. And I think the funniest thing about dog names is, is imagining people or hearing people yell out funny oh, dog names. So yes. basically a... Uh, Employee of a pet insurance company has gone viral on TikTok by reading out the funniest dog names. And what I want you to picture is somebody at the dog park calling out these names like car seat French fry. Like, how is that dog supposed to learn its name? Car seat French fry. Um, one called Dad. Dad. <laughs> Imagine dad. calling dad. Daddy. Dad. 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 Um, lotion. On the skin or else it gets the the hose hose again. again. (laughs) Sounds like Silence of the Lambs. Home Depot. You can't call you Triangle. Right? (laughs) Taco Steve. No, they're ridiculous. Taco Steve. You can't call your dog Taco Steve. What have you had? Obviously, we had Well, we had Henley named after the suburb. And then my dog, family dog growing up was just Sam. Sam, Just real simple. Just, I don't know, a good dog name. We had um, a littlest dog, a new one. Sorry, the first one we had was Gigi. Which is a really a horse, isn't it? Mm. We had a big dog, a boxer called Arnold, because it was big and muscly like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, and we had Pebbles and Mindy after Mork and Mindy. Yeah, not particularly creative. No, <laughs> no. What, you know what I like? I like dogs with human names. Yeah. Yeah. Like that one, was it Taco Steve? Yeah. Like a dog called Ian. <laughs> you know? Or Graham. Yeah. Graham! 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 Come on, time to go home. What about a dog called Brian? Mm. Love that. They're good names. Mm. Yeah, human names. <laughs> you walk dogs. I do. For a job. But what Absolutely. Is, you get some really quirky uh, yeah, names. Barry. I have a Barry. Baz. Oh, Barry. What Love sort of Baza. dog's Barry? Uh, Barry is a Groodle. Big, beautiful Groodle. Of course. All oh, right. Yeah. Barry. Because they can afford Barry. to pay people to walk their dogs. <laughs> Any others with human names? 
no, no, a lot of them were dogs. Derek, <laughs> Derek the dog would be good. No, All Derek. right, and uh, <laughs> imagine you, plane food's never good, to be honest. But imagine getting on a plane. This is mm. Japan Airlines. A passenger has shared their mm. meal and being served this on a plate. Oh, it's a banana. It's basically, what? they're a vegan, so they ordered a vegan meal, oh. and they have literally been dished up a fully skinned banana. On a plate with a yeah. napkin and a knife and fork. Here's your breakfast, you vegan. That'll vegan. teach you to give up me. There's no joy in your life. Here, <laughs> eat a banana. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Okay, Beck, and for everyone out there, good morning. Um, we're just thinking right now, think of the moment in your life when you may have sent a text or an email or some sort of message and either via predictive, predictive text or your fat fingers, you've made a horrible error. And you may have offended someone or sent the wrong message. Yesterday, I was sent an email from a wonderful lady. Her name is Jo Schilt. She looks after everything in the digital world of the advertiser. Okay. Okay? And there were two people on this email. The other one was Paul Ashenden, who's the editor of the Sunday Mail. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I had to send them some information about an upcoming podcast that we're doing, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, Jo sent me back because we haven't covered a podcast for the past couple of weeks with this little thing that we do called The Soda Room. And the reason being is we've been a little bit busy. So we've got one this week with Jess Trengove. You know the marathon runner? Yeah, great girl. She's got a great surprise for everyone, which is going to be amazing. Anyway, I've sent Jo some stuff and she sent back, thanks, Soda. Anyone would have thought you've been busy with other things because I said we haven't done a podcast for a couple of weeks. And she's being sarcastic because, of course, you've got jobs both ends of the day. Exactly. And and Jo's fantastic. Anyway, I saw the message and I thought, I haven't spoke or seen Jo for a little while. I'll Mm. send her back a message and just went, well, Jo, being busy... Just keeping the wolf from the door, and I pressed Joe at the end. Mm. By mistake, I've realized that my fat fingers, that the H is next to the J on the keyboard. So have a look at the message I've typed to her, Beck. Just keeping the wolf from the door, ho. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you think that kind of language is appropriate to address a woman. I've sent it, and then I've looked back, and then I've just gone, why did something not feel right? And I have sent, exactly, just keeping the wolf from the door, ho. I've called the boss of the digital area of the advertiser, ho. (laughs) You, You know when your heart sinks? And... I don't know Joe super well. We're not on that sort of friendly name terms where we would be slagging each other off with <laughs> nicknames. Anyway, I started to get that really hot, sweaty feeling and my face was going red and I've just gone, oh God, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And so I've tried to ring her and it's rang through oh. and I'm thinking, <laughs> what am I going to do? Oh my God. She anyway, picks up and you go, yo-ho. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't able to get hold of her. Did but, you send a groveling follow-up email to say clearly it was a typo? Well, look, I did, but then I got no reply. So I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I mean, Joe, um, I don't know whether it was my fat fingers or predictive text. I think so. you owe her an apology. Yeah. Well, I've got her on the line. <laughs> Joe Schultz, Joe. digital editor from The Advertiser. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Soda. What have you got to say for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I am so, so sorry. Um, as I was explaining to Beck, I said, well, you know, we're not best of mates. I only know you in a working scenario. Um, and look, I don't think anything like that at all. It was my thumbs doing the talking, not my mouth. Oh, look, you know, I'm, I'm just not an easily offended person. So I certainly didn't take it that way, but this, this story is only better because I just happened to not be at my desk, happened to not take my phone with me when I left my desk. And I only listened to your groveling voicemail last night. <laughs> quite the treat. <laughs> quite the treat. I'm, no, sh- look. 
I'm sure when you saw the email, Joe, you assumed it was a typo. I oh, of course, of course. And we've all been there. Like, you know, oh, you just think, oh, what did I do? And it is too late. Uh, and, you know, flat fingers or predictive text, it's like one of those things that just kind of happens these days. But, oh, gee, I just laughed. I oh, thank God. Laughed. And the fact that you'd also then called someone else in the building to say, is she okay? <laughs> I, I did. I rang Paul Ashenden, who is the editor of the Sunday Mail. I said, mate, I can't get hold of Joe. Where is she? And he goes, well, I can see her on the other desk and her face looks really red and she looks angry. I'm going, oh, thanks, buddy. Good on you. Yeah, um, he's, a, he's a total winded up too. So, oh. yeah. He's not like he doesn't have a paper to prepare no, to be dealing with your stupid phone calls. Oh. Right? <laughs> Joe, look, well, I've been please. called a lot of things, you know, but I've got a lot of nicknames, but yeah, that's, so that's a new one for me. <laughs> From the bottom of my heart, I deeply, deeply uh, apologise and I'm sorry for that. Accepted, 100% accepted, oh, and I okay. had a great laugh about it. Don't, don't worry about it. Okay, you, Joe, you have a wonderful <laughs> <You're> day. <safe. laughs> you too, bye-bye. Uh, I'll send you some more messages this afternoon. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, God, no. um, Beck, you know what happens. It happens. It happens, 13, 10, 16. Make poor old fat thumb soda feel better. When did you have mm-hmm. a typo or an autocorrect fail? What happened? Lucy from Golden Grove. Lucy, what happened? So I work in customer service and normally people put additions in for orders and unfortunately instead of writing ad, I've written R and it's gone out to a whole bunch of clients. Right. Yeah, she didn't pick it up and fix it. The S is right. I'm just doing my little touch typing. The S is just next to the D on the keyboard. Oh, it is, is it? So what did you actually actually say then, Luce? Uh, Well, unfortunately I didn't really catch it in time. So I'm getting ready for a lot of calls today. So what did your message actually say though? Um, ask. So they've, they've added to their orders and instead of in a reference, you have to normally write addition or a purchase order number. But I was mm. trying to be quick because I was running late and I wrote ask. Ask instead of ask. Yeah. Good one, Liz. Right. Might get a couple um, extra orders today. <laughs> Vicky from Malang, what happened? I was working at a medical centre and there was a pathology collection guy that used to come in all every night mm-hmm. and he had a massive crush on another girl on reception and he came in this night and complimented her on her colourful bits and I sent her an internal text message that said, oh, the pathology guy loves your special colour bits and press send and it went to my boss who was one of the doctors. (gasps) Vicky, hang on, he came in and commented on what did he say to her? He said, I love your something bits. Like, um, but oh it was a colour. Use your imagination. Yeah. Oh my god! Has yeah. so oh. he still got a job? <laughs> I don't know. You can't do that to someone. You can't. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, well the, I think the phone was you sent something wrong, and obviously Vicky sent it to her boss. But this bloke, what's going on with him? Yeah, right. You can't just go up to someone and say, "I like, like your." Yeah, yeah. No, you cannot. Right. Uh, Jen in <laughs> Evanston, uh, yours was a case of sending something to the wrong person. Yes, it was. So my ex-partner at the time began with an M and I sent something raunchy to my mother. (laughs) (laughs) What, Jen? What did mum get to Um, see? So she got to see my top half um, and a bit of wording and I can never look at her the same again now, still to this day. (laughs) What did mum say, Jen? She wasn't happy. Fair enough. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. I'm going to oh, tell dear. you my favourite typo in a text message mm-hmm. ever. Girl has a relatively new boyfriend, sends him this message. You left your shirt in the bathroom. It smells like you, so I'm sleeping in it. 
only she left the letter R out of the word shirt. (laughs) (laughs) SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, Beck, there are things hotting up in the Adelaide suburbs that I never thought were existing. What about this? Uh, There's a little story in the paper today about the snake catching business, the industry here in South Australia. Yeah. Right, there's some real competition, and it's saying there's a dark underbelly, pardon the pun, not my term, (laughs) as to what's going on. So essentially, there are fake calls going out. And businesses trying to stuff up the other businesses. That's the allegation. I like the tow truck industry. Yes. <laughs> so they're saying they're fake call-outs that some companies are having tyres slashed what? so that they can't go out and catch the big browns. Oh. Um, this is quite fascinating. I would have thought it was quite a specialist industry and there wouldn't be many people who could do this. Well, this is interesting because Roger Atkinson, who's the owner of Ace Snake Catchers, he's been around for 30 years plus, mm has said that the industry has now become highly competitive. He said, all of a sudden, being a snake catcher is the flavor of the month. The biggest problem is there are 20 and 25-year-olds out there that think they know it all and they talk garbage. (sighs) What is going on here? Like, Why would you want to say, I want to be a snake catcher when I grow up? I don't want to have snakes anywhere near me. I quite like the idea of people doing it. And I think it's a wonderful... It's uh, important. Absolutely. it's It's a wonderful service that can be there. But this competitiveness is quite amazing. I'd love to know, 131060, is there anyone out there that's called a snake catcher out there? What's a call out cost? Yeah, I wonder. A couple of hundred bucks, surely. I don't know. But you've got to you pay danger money. Wake up in the middle of the night because if you've got an Eastern Brown that's just getting around in the house, mm. you're not going to wait until the next morning, are you? So no. I could imagine <laughs> there'd be some reasonable fees associated, which is fair enough yep. too, because they are providing a specialised service and potentially a life-saving service. Mm. Um, if you have used a snake catcher or you found a snake in your house, can you give us a call 131060 because I want to know actually what is going on in this industry. It's quite remarkable. I'm enjoying this story. We had this call out at five o'clock in the morning. There was a snake moving across the road. He'd been sitting there watching it for two hours. He rings back at nine o'clock and says, I'll let you know not to come out. It's just a plastic bag blowing down the road. (laughs) (laughs) He's been watching a bag. I think he might have been on the... Yes, what? Okay. on the hoochie. <laughs> on the hoochie coochie. Um, it, it is pretty amazing, though, isn't it? Mm. That there is a, there's this underbelly of the snake catchers. And it's becoming really, it's almost like some weird Jerry Springer type scenario mm. when you've got this snake catcher going up against this, this one and they're coming up with all these fake calls. Mm. Yeah. Well, 131060, give us a buzz if you ever have. have you we, used like, one? we need more information. I want to we know. Get, a, what does it cost? It's an industry we don't know about. Oh, big expose in the advertiser today about the seedy underbelly of <laughs> Adelaide's snake catching business. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Like mm. things like slashing tyres in the middle of the night mm. to steal work from each other. Highly competitive, it's no not doubt. Cricket. Um, it's not, and it's not snakes either, Ben. Uh, what we want to do, because I'm trying to work out, there's got to be a lot of money in this if all this sort of stuff is happening. Must be. Right, no doubt. And we're just asking, 131060, have you used a snake catcher? Is this actually legit that people are doing fake calls to try and stuff up the competition in the middle of the night? All right. Uh, Sarah in Seaford Rise, you have first-hand knowledge of the snake catching industry? I do indeed. My husband runs um, South Adelaide Snake Catchers, so we're based in Seaford Rise. Right. Okay, Sarah, tell us. Now, what we're hearing about in this big story in the paper, is there some sort of underbelly going on or is, how's he found it? Um, we haven't found that, to be honest with you. We found it to be really friendly industry Good. to be in. Um, if we get any jobs that are outside of our radius, we do a 25 to 30 kilometre radius. We'll refer them on to the local snake catchers and they do the same to us. 
So Ooh. we found it to be quite a friendly industry, to be honest with is you. Is it lucrative? How much does it um, cost? Um, not really. He doesn't do it full time. Um, he'll just do it seasonal. He, for some reason, loves snakes and wildlife, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which I don't. Um, but he loves doing that. And it's yeah, something that he does over the summer months. Okay, so, so what would be sort of a call-out fee? Have you got a ballpark idea for us? Um, it's about $160 for a call-out fee. Okay, and then so your husband will go out, find the snake, and then what does he do? He takes it away and does he relocate yeah, them? Or? Have, yeah, you have to have special licenses, and I think it's a two-kilometre radius. You then have to ah, put it. okay. Yeah, yep. I don't know the ins and outs. That's his area, but yeah. Brilliant. He did it after we had snakes in our garden, and obviously I'm from the UK and terrified of snakes. Yeah, uh, after again, calling a snake catcher a few times, it was costing a lot of money. I think we paid like two hundred and fifty dollars for one removal. So I was right. like, "This is crazy." Right, you find so, yeah, a need and you it. fill it. Um, give us the exactly. name of the company again. We'll give you a little plug. Uh, South Adelaide Snake Catchers. Cool. There you go, you Teresa in Hectorville. Uh, you had a very expensive call out. What happened? Hey, Beck and Soda. Today. Um, we're talking fourteen years ago. Mm-hmm. What happened? Um, I was walking to the kitchen and I saw something behind the door and I thought, hmm. Yep, what happened? Didn't take much notice, came back, and there was a snake in front of me. I had an asthma attack. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Can hardly breathe, trying to ring a snake catcher. My brother's going, oh, it's probably just a blue-tongued lizard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, it was a brown snake wrapped underneath my daughter's bed who was five at the time. (gasps) Oh. $350 $350 later. Wow. And then they said they're just going to relocate at 100 metres up the road. I'm like, no. Oh, just so it can come back to a nice warm home. spot and hit you up for another three fifty. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Wow. Teresa, thank right. You. Well, there you go. It can be mm. potentially lucrative. Mm. I'm glad that everything was right with Teresa's daughter. Thanks for your calls. Yeah, nice. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Now, Beck, um, I, I'm really, really enjoying getting to know you better and better every day. There's a but. No, no, there, there is not a but. There's some buns, but there's no <laughs> but. Um, one thing, though, that I'm, I'm fascinating, you're a wonderful study in psychology, <laughs> and I'm really enjoying understanding this. Right. So, Beck, remember just recently the other day, you don't know what we're about to do here, no. do you? So, remember the other day we had a guy called Ben Hart come in, he's a yeah, magician. Yeah, the magician. Yeah, now. Right from the very start, even before he started his magic, you were thrown. Yeah. Right? So we recorded an interview with him, and he did a wonderful trick, which we'll tell you about. But just have a listen to this when we introduce him, because he said who he was, and Um, then Beck was ready to go with the first question. But she's a little distracted. Take a listen. The Garden of Unearthly Delights is the heartbeat of the Fringe. There's no doubt about that. And in one of the venues there, the factory, is this man. His name is Ben Hart. No, he's not a red-headed footballer. He <laughs> is a dark-headed magician all the way from our mother country, from England. Ben, great to have you here back in Adelaide. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> a gasp of already, already. Already, <laughs> Beck is amazed. <laughs> you just cast a spell on yeah, me and, and, and actually stole the words hey. out of my mouth. Oh, yeah. oh that's embarrassing. Yeah, when you ben, go back it was just, and listen, what happened? There was just something about him that just threw me. I don't know. He had his presence. There was something. He, he took your ability to talk away. <laughs> I couldn't think of a question. Well, you just looked Maybe at him. Maybe he's a hypnotist. You were stunned by him. <laughs> but it, look, it... It got weirder and weirder. Anyway, Ben is a wonderful magician, so we then had to establish his credentials. 
one thing I'm fascinated about with magicians is you have this elite group, Is the Magic Circle, is That's that correct? That's right, yeah. It's a group of magicians. It's very kind of world famous, really. And it's mm. like a secretive group where we work together to protect secrets. And, and then, of course, there are little ranks within the Magic Circle? There are, yeah. There is uh, members of the Inner Magic Circle. And that's like, there can only be two or three hundred of those in the whole world. Mm. Yes. And that's... Um, You're in that? I am in that, mm. yeah. And then is there another level? Uh, you can get a gold star for performance for special performing powers. <laughs> this is like a Michelin star of the food world, <laughs> but right. in the magic. Uh, do you right. have a gold star? I do oh. have that, yeah. Do you know how you rise up the ranks? You just make your competitors disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I've woken up. <laughs> Terrible. It's Terrible good, no? by me. You're throwing some good gags right, in. So, and then he did a card trick, which we've just put on our socials, which was quite incredible. He's, yeah. he's the real deal. We established, because you could hear, hear his credentials. What's he got? The gold star is in the inner mm-hmm. circle. Yeah. He's in the magician circle. Very qualified. So check out on our socials. But this was the point. We knew that you were distracted. You couldn't talk from the start. (laughs) You're just staring at him. And then after he's finished the trick and blew us away, well, suddenly the penny dropped. Take a listen. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. And you are a gold star. What You've are you, got very nice circle? eyes. Perhaps people get distracted by your <laughs> <Thank> eyes. You. <laughs> Stop watching. Stop watching. Oh, it's just an observation. I, you must, I can't be the first person to say that to you. You're not. <laughs> oh, dear. Did, did, did I sound a bit thirsty? It's just he had beautiful eyes and I was, I was quite transfixed by them. From the moment he walked in, you couldn't of... even ask him a question. <laughs> I get distracted by things like eyes. Also, I like nice voices. As I well. know you do, but this is the point. It didn't matter what he did with his hands with the card trick. It didn't just matter. You're just staring at his eyes. You were like a little puppy dog He'll just going. Never come in again. Oh my god! Look at this bloke. He's the greatest thing I've ever seen. He'll never come um, in again. It is quite remarkable. But then also too, what happened right back was the same day this bloke called in about something else. Take a listen. Jamal in Seaford, what's your go-to ice cream in this heat? Hello, Rebecca Morse. I grew up watching you on TV, actually. This is a <laughs> oh, secret crush. But oh. anyway. Oh, yeah, right. then I told him he had a nice voice. Then you started <laughs> saying this bloke had a nice voice because he said he had a crush oh my on God, you. God, you're making me sound like a massive flirt. I'm not. I just... So you're mesmerised by one bloke's eyes, not even worried about his magic. Then another bloke calls in and goes, Beck, I loved you on TV. And you're going, oh, my God, your voice is so amazing. <laughs> you're becoming transfixed by these people. Not in a flirty way, though. <laughs> Just, you know, like I like, I like eyes and I like voices. Right. Well, we can't see anyone's eyes on yes. radio. So yeah. what okay. we want to do, 131060, like Jamal, yeah. if you have a wonderful voice... <laughs> Can we find Adelaide's best voice because we're going to make Rebecca Morse just melt oh, right we want, now. We wanted to so, compliment you, so oh, give yeah, us a okay. call. Let's make Morse melt. Yeah. Yeah. 13, yeah. 10, 60. Can we find Adelaide's best voice? Quickly dob in someone you know. Get them to call us. Right. Yeah. Or if you have a beautiful voice, okay. 13, 10, 60. Let's make Morse melt. Male or female? Yes, yes absolutely. Not fussy. The wonderful Rebecca Morse is a fascinating study in psychology <laughs> and I am enjoying getting to know you Beck and all little facets mm. of your quirky little mind. <laughs> There's one thing that we've discovered, you get distracted very I'm easy. I'm a little bit of a dory. I'm like, oh, what's that over there? Oh, oh, oh sorry, what were we doing? Swimming around the bowl, yes, aren't you? Just enjoying your bowl. life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. We love it. It endears you to all of us. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. But one thing we noticed, that you get distracted by, we had the magician come in, you saw his eyes and melted. Yeah. We heard a guy ring in and just say, uh, good morning, Beck, I used to love you on mm. the TV. And then you started getting all shaky. Compliments going, also help. <laughs> I love your voice. I love your voice. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you want to get into yeah. Beck's good books, yeah. just tell, yeah. tell us something nice about herself. Yeah. But we Pretty thought easy. you 
love great eyes. You love great voices. Yep. Well, we can't see your eyes on radio, but we can okay. hear you. So uh, let's head to Morford Vale. We're looking for Adelaide's best voice. Hello. Good morning, Beck and Soda. This is Michael from Morford Vale, and I've got the best voice in Adelaide. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I like I like the way you said Morford Vale. Um, have you got anything to personally say to me that might get you across? <laughs> Yeah, Beck. Um, I don't know, really. Um, your voice is quite uh, sexy. Oh. <laughs> Michael, oh, Michael, All right, Michael you've just struck gold. We've used yep. the term sexy. There you go. All right. That has rocketed you to the top of the charts. Thank you, Michael. Okay, Beck, Michael. Beck, you, you, you comfortable with Michael saying you've got a sexy voice? Um, it didn't quite get me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we give Michael an A-plus well for done. effort. All right. Thank you. I'll give him a seven. Mm. All right. Okay. okay. Where yes. are we going now? We're going to Surrey Downs. Who we got? Hi, Beck and Soda. This is Ramses from Surrey Downs and I have Adelaide's best voice. Ooh. Oh, Ramses. Is there a hint of an accent there? Something a little bit exotic? No, I get it a little bit, but uh, I don't know if I can top Michael's with, you know, calling you sexy on live radio or anything, <laughs> but, <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> okay. Ramsey, that voice, though, it, it, look, it's very deep, and I like it. There's a bit of humour and life in the yeah. voice. Um, it, it, I, detecting some sort of little accent there, but mm. no, not at all? No, no, well, um, I, I'm actually Arabic. I'm from Syria, but uh, uh, yeah, right. uh, I, I learned Arabic first when I was very young, but I, I like thought it. that I lost it a little bit as I got older. So I like it. So, right, the roots are still there at least. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Hey, Ramsey, can you please just say, Beck, you're really, really hot in Arabic? Oh, really, Beck, into kamar kthir in Tuli. Oh, hello. <laughs> okay. you've, got, you've got me excited, Ramses. <laughs> hey, uh, Ramses, can you just say, um, Soda, I think you're really hot? Oh, <laughs> you know what, Soda, my mum actually used to have a crush on you back in the day at 102.3. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> we'll just tell your mum to switch over to 107.1 and we'll all be a whole lot happier. Excellent, thank you. Also tell remember, your mum I said hi. <laughs> this is about me, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. One more. Let's focus. One more. Let's head to uh, Hindmarsh. We're, We're heading to Hindmarsh. Good morning. Soda, John, saucy, morsy, look into my eyes. I grew up watching you on TV. <laughs> Do I win the icy cold can of Coke? <laughs> I know this voice. Oh, I know that voice. It, oh, this is Adelaide's best voice. I grew up watching you on ABC News and Channel 9 News. This is Michael Smith. <laughs> Good morning, back in Soda. I remember before you were a shock jock, Morsi, when you were just a little cadet. I was. Oh, Michael Smith, you do have a beautiful, wonderful voice that we've heard on radio and TV for many, many years. Um, Michael, what do you do to get that voice? Do you gargle something specific or anything? Bottle of scotch for breakfast every morning, Soda. You know the trick. <laughs> like you. <laughs> oh, God, I love that voice. All right. It's, it's as smooth as honey, Michael Smith. Michael, can you just take us to the break with some just some classic lines? Maybe Rebecca Morse focused. When ready. <laughs> uh, we've got Sky Show coming up this uh, weekend. Blast the dark out of the park. 40 minutes of non stop stereo. SAFM. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Everybody loves hot cross buns. So imagine mm. if you could put some. Balfour's buns in your trolley at Romeo's and know that your money goes towards feeding hungry kids. Absolutely. That's exactly what we're doing. Beck and Soda's buns are hitting the stores at your Romeo's Foodlands, all 26 stores tomorrow. Now, Beck, to get all these buns moving so that we can buy this beautiful refrigerated van to get the kickstart for kids breakfast out, we need a catch cry. We need yeah. a slogan. And we've had some wonderful, wonderful suggestions over the past couple of days. Everyone has been on board and getting 
behind our buns. <laughs> um, we <laughs> we wanted it to be simple, effective, yeah. a little cheeky. But there can only be one winner. All right. But. But. <laughs> yeah, got it. Yeah. And we've got ah. this one. Get your hands on Beck and Soda's buns. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. There it is. Jane from Gawa. So get your hands on Beck and Soda's buns. That is our catch cry. And that's what we're asking you to do, Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Get your hands on our buns. Are you there, Jane? You're our winner. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> I never get on the radio. I never win anything. And I am so, so happy that I'm able to at least have a catchphrase to go with such a worthwhile cause. Thank you so much. Oh, Thanks. our pleasure. Yeah, we liked it. We thought it was simple and, you know, a little... A little bit cheeky as well. Well, it, yeah. it kind of went with the Beck and Soda. And listen, you guys are the ones I listen to every morning. And yeah, it, I don't I don't drive to work unless you guys are on. And my kids absolutely love listening to you in the morning. So Aww. it was kind of like something simple, something fresh, and something that kids would like as well. So no, thank you so, so much. I'm so happy that, that I'm able to be a little oh. bit of a part of this. Well, Jane, the great part of this is because you're such a creative, clever little cookie, your catch cry, your slogan is going to go everywhere all over the stores. We're going to get your slogan printed on every packet of buns as well. Oh, wow. That's so exciting. I'll be, I'm definitely going to go and buy some buns as soon as they hit the shelves. Oh, I'll you're our a few packets. first <laughs> official bun ambassador, Jane. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Oh, I'm an advocate for it. Fantastic. And as I said, it's such an amazing cause. There's so many children out there that need this and, you know, they need food to fill their, be- their bellies to learn and grow. So this is amazing. <laughs> Jane is the best ambassador. Perhaps Jane can fill in for me on the show as well. She's very articulate. Jane, right. you can have your own show. You are our bun ambassador. And what we're going to do to uh, say a big thank you to you as well, we're going to get you into a Romeo's Foodland store and we're going to fill up your basket mm. so you can go and get some groceries for the family. That's so amazing because, yeah, times are tough and, you know, sometimes that little bit will help. So that's fantastic. There you Thank go. You All so right. Much. Romeo's Foodland, family-owned, community-minded. Jane, take us out one more time. Uh, our first official bun ambassador. What is our official slogan, please? Get your hands on Beck and Soda's buns. SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.